Hello. What's up? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. I can. <laughs> What's up? We got my boy John <laughs> finally on the podcast, and you know, long time coming. Yeah, long honestly, <laughs> I ain't seen you since like freaking like when you what graduated high school. It's been a while, so it's good. Yeah, bro. Damn, bro. Yeah, that's been a long time, bro. Like, hey, bro. Like, we all been doing our own things and things like that, bro. You know. Facts. But here we are today about to spread some knowledge to the masses. You know, people who can relate or probably get something from what we're going to talk about today. You know, hopefully we can help them out. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. Because you never know what, like, little piece of wisdom you can just help somebody with never know what they're going through facts bro and um like it's always like every time like i do like a episode uh especially with a guest you know people always tell me like man you know it actually kind of helped me out you know i mean what y'all talked about so Mm -hmm. it's it's actually kind of surreal when you actually you know you see people like you see like youtubers being like man you know i made like a impact on somebody you know you'd be like damn you know, so you kind of feel like them in a sense. Yeah, it, it uh, feels really good, like, helping people. It, it really and truly do, bro. Like, even it's just, like, little simple stuff, bro. It doesn't have to be, like, people think, like, you got to help people out with money and stuff like that. Like, not, like, just simple advice or just encouragement can really help somebody out tremendously. Mm-hmm. But um, welcome back, guys, to another episode of Inspiration. Like I said, we got the homie John. Uh, You know, we, you know, same city. Uh, you know, went to school together. Uh, how about you tell the audience a little bit about yourself for the people who might not know you? <laughs> All right. So uh, my name is John Settler. Um, I went to school at Lamar University. I graduated with chemical engineering about two years ago, May 22. I was in a fraternity. Um, now I currently work as a process engineer. I had some uh, crazy layoff situation come up. So now I, um, thankfully, I found another job, which I'm just happy about now. But I'm just moving through life, trying to get better day by day. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All we can do, honestly. Facts. So uh, you say, you know, engineering. Like, what made you, you know, we, we talked about, you know, some topics. But... All in all, like, what made you want to go in that career path? So, to be honest, man, it was my uh, plan B. So, talking to my parents, they was like, so, my plan A was I was trying to go to the league. Now, to describe myself, I'm about, I'm 5'9", but that's what I put down on my driver license, you know. <laughs> but they was like, you got to have something else. So, then, like, I think it was s- sophomore year um of high school we had this geometry teacher mr romano yeah yeah he was a chemical engineer and just like the way he would explain things like it really intrigued me and then like the next year i took uh chemistry and i just had like a pretty much a 99 the whole year so i was like well i might as well just apply for chemical engineering because it was junior year and it was around that time and then truthfully I didn't understand what I was getting myself into with chemical engineering because, like, just looking it up, I was like, okay, at least I understand I can work within, like, many fields and be very uh, 
like it's very diverse because essentially everything involves chemistry. Mm. But just after like working and grinding those five years in college, it's just like really opened my mind and like just like changed the perspective, like how I move out throughout the world in a, in a way. But now, like my first initial goal, like the way I, you know how you have to write those um college papers and like why you want to go to college and stuff like that. Yeah, I wanted to like go and hopefully develop some way to like a efficient way to um treat water for people and distribute that to the masses. Because like, how do people not have clean water? But then you know we have Mr. Beast dropping wells in Africa now, so it's great. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I saw, <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I'm like, bro, this dude, Mr. Beast, is on like a crazy run right now with just the shit he's doing. Mm-hmm. But that that's kind of like where I wanted to start. But then like just actually doing engineering and like working my first like actual engineering job, comparing like theory from what I learned in school to seeing how things work in the real world. I like see how I can change my projection as like where I want to be in the future mm-hmm. and like where I want to take my engineering life. At least I, at least if, if that's what plays out to be, you know? Yeah. Hmm. Nice. So like, you know, you said you was kind of like your plan B in the sorts, but what would you say is someone who's like very passionate for engineering what would you say, kind of like using your story, like what you've been through, what would you say what would help them out the most? Okay. Yeah, I would definitely say the thing that helped me the most through college was being like malleable, being able to change and not being stuck on doing this this way. Because um, like I grew up playing a lot of sports bunch of different coaches and just being involved with different uh, people above you teaching you, you're able to like learn in different ways. And then actually applying that to like learning. um, Essentially, like when I'm going through studying and things of that nature, I would if there's just if you're just watching the lectures, and then you can't understand it, and you're just going through the study guide what the teacher assigns you and it's just not making full sense i like took it a step back i said okay the teacher assigned this book let me see what the book actually says about this and then once you actually understand understand the foundation of the entire like what he's trying to explain to you and what the actual lesson is about you can essentially manipulate whatever equations and formulas you need and to get to where you need to be to solve your equation and that just is like what helped me the most being like able to change and not being stuck in my way this is the way I started okay but trying to actually like take a step back and like read in between the lines Mm. yeah and I feel like that would get like a lot of people kind of like being stuck in their ways and not trying to like well not yeah, being stuck in their ways, but also, like, hey, like, I have a certain way of doing stuff, but also, like, I'm willing to adapt 
and learn a different way besides my way. So I feel like that will really hinder a lot of people. I mean, I hinder people with any field, honestly. Yeah, no, facts. Because I was helping, like, my other friends in, like, business and social social majors and stuff like that with their uh, classes that they would have to take. Like, they would have to take business calculus and, and stuff like that. So I was like, hey, you know, just don't only look at it the way the teacher's trying to explain it to you. Break it down to what makes sense to you. And I'll tell you if the rule's still right. And we'll just work from there. Mm. Knowledge right there, bro. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, honestly, with that, you know, engineering, you know, you went to school, graduated. Um, <clears throat> and also, I can also talk about this, too. We can all talk about this. Like, where does hardware, I know you had this topic for yourself, where, like, where does hard work get you? You know what I mean? Uh, being dedicated to something, or just working your ass off, pretty much. Oh, yeah. Uh, definitely uh, the hard work that I did, like, because now sometimes people say, like, college is a scam, but, like, I don't truly believe that in my perspective. Mm-hmm. Because I think, like, all the 2 o'clock, 3 a.m. hours that I spent studying some organic chemistry, some fluid dynamics, some momentum. Um, it's just like it was very struggling. But a thing that I really learned, I was saying I remember from a high school, Miss O'Brien, if you remember, for some yeah. reason, um, just the teachers that we had, we had some really great teachers. And that's just a crazy thing. But she said the um, when the brain's struggling, that's when you really learn. And that's one thing I just took myself through college. When I'm struggling and I'm struggling harder, well, like it's like I'm just really going through it. Just take a deep breath and keep pushing forward, and you actually learn what's going on. And being able to like do that hard work, I feel like that always would prepare me for the um, situations of like keeping and escaping that test anxiety and uh, blanking during a test and or uh, uh, if they like because a lot of times there was like word problems or you would be given a set of variables and when you're trying to solve these variables maybe what was always given to you in the class wouldn't be given to you in a test and just being able to notice that because as I said earlier you understand like the foundation of what's happening you can notice that change and be able to just incorporate that through because you just did all this hard work through studying and but also people may not have time for that so that's where I actually learned like the time management uh, skill also in life in uh, college. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. For me, um, I guess for me, it's like a little bit, well, somewhat a little bit different. Cause I graduated with journalism degree. And to be fair, I don't even use my journalism degree. <laughs> I graduated oh, with journalism, came back here just like pandemic uh, time. And like, I'm like, I don't know what to do. You know, my dream at that point graduating was, okay, I'm in Tyler, which is about like an hour away from Dallas. 
and I was going to try to work for ESPN Dallas, work my way up, work for ESPN Dallas. And, okay. you know, just pandemic hit. I didn't I had to come home. Parents were like, hey, it's just best for you to come home and graduated. Um, now I'm just stuck at home. And I'm like, okay, what can I do? You know, and that's when I kind of got into education, worked at few for a year. Mm-hmm. And then I'm finally back in Tyler, been in Tyler for the last two years now. Um, but just the hard work with that, because, you know, with that, I had to be a paraprofessional. And then, you know, I had to try to get my teacher's teaching certification. So it's just a whole different thing where you're like, you kind of work your ass off for four years. And then you don't even use the thing that you worked your ass off to get for four years. Oh, yeah. There's something else. It's just like, you know, but uh, honestly, I wouldn't change what I do. Because I love, you know, working with the kids. And also, you know, I kind of look at it as a way of, like, you know, helping the, the next generation. Um, yeah, that's great. Uh, can I ask you about, like, your teaching stuff? Yeah, bro. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so, I I was always curious about that. So, uh, I didn't know you graduated your journalism. Like, congratulations yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, but as you being a teacher, like, how do you try to like what values do you try to like help the kids with and like what do you see like on a daily basis to like um, I guess because like you're a gym class teacher I think yeah you, right yeah just like h- how do you motivate the kids honestly just because I'm I'm just a very chill person myself really and truly just like what my problem has been or what I've what the problem has been like the last couple of weeks has been like people where the kids are like not being nice to each other like mm-hmm. kind of like kind of like that dynamic of like the cool kids and like kind of not the cool kids or like people don't want to be grouped up with different kids because like oh well she you know she's not our best friend or she's not our friend or you know he's not like as athletic as us so mm-hmm. like really truly what i've been trying to instill with them like hey treat everybody how you want to be treated because i mean that's what anything like you could be work whatever you're going to work with people that you might not like. Now, for me, like I, I like everybody. You know, what I mean, I don't want, con- I don't like conflict. I mm-hmm. can much get, uh, I can pretty much be cool with anybody, to be honest. But I was trying to instill to them, like at this early age, like, hey, you might not like everybody that you work with or in the classroom with, but hey, like, you know, we're all here to have fun. And I mean, it's PE. Like, I've never met a kid who's like, man, I don't want to come to PE. Yeah, <laughs> you like, know, so like. like yeah, like, you know, we're here to have fun. You know what I mean? You might not be able to, because uh, what I, we used to do um, was, like, you know, kind of like, hey, you can pick your own teams or pick your own group. Now they have to earn that privilege back because there's a lot of that, you know, like, oh, I don't want to be around this person, whatever. So mm-hmm. now I'm like, okay, like, hey, you're a group with this person, this person, this person. I don't care if you get mad or whatever. This is your group. We're going to play this game. If you don't like it, hey, you can go to the office, pretty much. Simple. Simple, you know, so just kind of like, just trying to be like, trying to tell them like, hey, like, be, be nice. Treat each other how you want to be treated. Pretty much. Yeah, see, it's, I, I like that because it's definitely good for the kids to understand that, like, no matter, like, how that person, like, looks, that's just a human just like you. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. And you, and like, even though, like, they're young now, they don't know what that kid is eating or what they're going through. So, mm-hmm. 
they they need just play with them and have fun. Like yeah. if we're all here for the same reason, why not just enjoy that? Yeah, and it's funny because like during as as we're getting through the game and everything like that, they're all still having fun. I'm like, man, you have to complain about being around this person, whatever. But now y'all are having fun. Like, come on, dudes. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> relax. See, being friends with everybody is really not that hard. Mm-hmm. No, it's really not, man. Like, like there's stuff like people do like, bro, like that's kind of stupid what you did. But you know, I'm not gonna flat out be like, oh, I don't, I don't like you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just never been me. You know. So. Yeah, I I definitely have my struggle like trying to hold a grudge because like mm-hmm. I've tried to hold a grudge against somebody like I like I just don't need that energy in my life. Yeah. So like, sure. why would I even do that? Now I might just not be cool with them and just high and by. That's cool. That's good enough for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can feel that too. Uh, yeah, the high and by like hey like you know. Um, but also, I was talking about you know being the hardships of life and you're working hard. Mm-hmm. What is your like healthy cope devices? Like, what do you do? Like, hey, like you might have had like a hard day because we all have hard days. Like, like oh, we yeah. get stressed out. I mean, even with me, like I'm chill, but I still get stressed out from time to, to like time to time. And people be like, "Man, dude, like all I see you do is like post about your Chipotle runs." Like, yeah, but I still have a life outside of you know whatever I post. But like just for you and I go for mine too, like you're like what's something that you do like kinda like, hey, like I'm kinda having a down day, but I'm gonna treat myself out or kinda like how you kinda keep yourself grounded in a sense. hmm I would say definitely the first thing is like when I do have a really stressful day, I try to understand that like I'ma just keep going with the flow. Uh whatever's happened happened this past and Let's see where we can take it now. And some a, a few of my coping devices is like um, I like to do yoga. Started doing it about two years ago. That time when they kind of said like we might unlock superpowers. So I was like, why not start <laughs> doing some yoga? That's probably the best way. Yeah. <laughs> um, doing that, just staying grounded, getting like in touch with my breath and the different parts of my body so like i'm giving more time with myself to understand how i can get better maybe if it's just one percent but even some days i may stretch the day before then stretch again another day and i'm a lot tighter the second day and it's just being able to accept that is what yoga has taught me and another device i would say is definitely uh, like going on walks, being like in nature, um, walking my dog, just being around like nature outside, even like because moving up here to Kansas City from Texas is definitely hard to like want to go outside when it's cold and like the wind don't stop up here, man. It don't. But being able to go outside and actually... um experience nature and just try to enjoy the the little things that is happening around me is what just keeps me grounded in life mm, okay yeah i could totally relate to some you know to some of those for me uh whenever i feel stressed out i kind of treat myself out you know like ice cream i love ice cream or i okay. even go to the movies and get like uh like a 
bag of popcorn. And mm. I, like popcorn's like my favorite snack because uh my apartment's like right close like by like a movie theater close. Mm-hmm. So like I'll I'll go there and give me like a little bag of popcorn and just eat. Like, you know, I like that. Um and movie popcorn is good. Bro, it is. It's way better than popping it at my crib, you know, and I'm burning that bag. And I'm like, oh, I don't even want this. Throw that bitch in the trash and like, let me go to the movie theater. Spend like, I guess, five. I mean, last time I went, it was like $5. I mean, I guess popcorn. I, I love popcorn, so I'll, I'll spend the $5. Uh, but like, yeah, and also like rides, man. Like just, just riding around, especially during the summertime because wintertime is always like cold as fuck. Like riding, riding, you know, around town, uh, music blasting, listen to that Drake, or just yeah. really, truly anything. Like just some fudge, whatever I'm feeling. Like if I feel like some like little baby, I'm listening to little baby Drake. Drake, like just depends on who it, who it is. You know what I mean? Like music is also like I feel like music will probably be my biggest coping. Mm-hmm. Cause it's just like okay, whatever mood I'm in, okay, I'm gonna listen to this artist and you know, kind of, kind of try to relate to the song and whatnot but um hang on i'm gonna turn on my car because my phone is on one percent for sure charge it up oh yeah <laughs> here a purr <laughs> yeah camaro's treating me nice um but but yeah that was like my coping mechanisms uh honestly really i would like say that, yeah it used to be like some retail therapy but now it's just like uh like i've been Ever since summertime, I've just been selling stuff around. Stuff or just like, just simple stuff I just have around my place. I'm like just selling stuff because I'm like, I don't even like use it. Like I used to be like, oh, let me just go to this store and buy like a shirt, you know, some jeans or whatever or some shoes. But mm-hmm. really and truly now. Boarding. Yeah, but like now it's just like, I really want to like, hone in like delaying gratification this next year and also like being minimal like minimalist mm-hmm. just having like less because like way i make purchases now is like do i need this or do i want this and if it's more so like a want i'm like okay like i don't really need it like i i could buy it later on down the road but i don't need it in this moment you know pretty much mm-hmm yeah, I, I like that because being able to actually tell yourself that, hey, this is just a urge for me to get it right now, and maybe I might need not not need to get it, is being actually like very disciplined of yourself, and you'll respect yourself more for that to get it when you're actually in a point to where you're capable to do it, mm-hmm. and definitely like, um, like you said like cutting back on like retail therapy and stuff like that i i definitely support that because getting away from like the materialistic because i definitely felt like i was real materialistic when i was um younger and growing up just some things i wouldn't wear because like i remember my parents would always say like when we go and like shopping for clothes if i didn't like mm-hmm. like something i would like halfway put it on like put it on crooked or something like that. And it would typically be like if we went to like city trims or Walmart, some, something like that. And it was mm-hmm. just like that materialism that was inside of me and just being able to like get away from that and just get things when I'm ready and just, but 
I do love like when I do splurge on myself. I mm-hmm. it, when it's time to spend, it, it's not matter how much it is. It's like when I'm getting it, and it's yeah, because because that's what you get for yourself. Yeah, and that's what you work. I mean, you know, you work. Uh, you know, you work to you know kind of enjoy yourself. You know what I mean? Like we're not put on this earth just to like work, 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 work. You know what I mean? Of course, it's and and people like like. I don't want people to get this, like, notion that we're talking about, like, hey, you can't, like, spend money on yourself, you know, uh, what's the word? Treat your, I guess in the lack of a better term, treat yourself out, like, we're mm-hmm. not saying that, but, like, just when you think about, like, what I want people to think about, like, once you're, like, thinking about a purchase, like, just think about it, is it mainly a want, or is it a need? Because, like, obviously, you need to eat food, and even with that, you can still eat food, you can still try to eat out, and uh, be cheap about it. You don't have to get like a twenty dollar every time you eat out. You don't have to spend twenty dollars. Mm. You know, especially. I mean, if you got your girl, obviously, you know. But like, yeah, but like shoe, especially you know? if you like you're eating it and then you always have leftovers you put in the fridge that you never get to. Why? Mm-hmm. Why get that same big meal? Yeah, true. Because at that point, you just wasted money. Precisely. Yeah. But yeah, that's just really what I want to do. Like you know, twenty twenty four delaying gratification, because uh, I I do want a truck, but the more I look at it too, like okay, is it beneficial for me to really get a truck? Because I didn't want to put that many miles on my Camaro, but like also it'd be good to have a truck because maybe I could like actually use that to also make me more money. If people need to like move some shit around. I'm like, hey, mm-hmm. you can use my, use my truck. Use that to have another source of income. So, like, I'm just, that's kind of, like, the way I, like, I, like, live my life now. Just kind of, like, go with that, like, financial, uh, like, mm, like, purchases, stuff like that. Like, hey, how can this make me money? But, you know, you're also paying for a truck. But, obviously, you want, if I, you know, if I get a truck, you want something that's, that operates and stuff like that, but like I'm not trying to have like a whole another car note added to whatever you know I'm paying for this too. Yeah, because you definitely um, have to like think on like is this a expense that is just not going to make me money, or is this a actual investment that's going to pay back for me some money over time? Like yeah. what what's happening with this purchase, or like it doesn't even have to pay you back money. Like will it pay you back? actual like happiness or something like that or will it it was just something you're buying in spite of somebody having it too you know yeah that's true you also got to like you always gotta like uh play the pros and cons game too Mm-hmm. because i mean like okay like i get a truck i got a truck i can help people move have like a little moving service but then like am i drawing enough money to make it profitable for me, you know, so, yeah. so yeah, like honestly, bro, like just from where how my thinking has been, I know this is probably the same for you. Like how my thinking has been now over the last year, I suppose I would say like maybe three to five years ago is just like crazy. Oh yeah, I would definitely say um, getting older and looking back, just the uh, um, perspective of some of the 
um, situations that I was in and how I handled it compared to how I would now is just like it's so different and it's just like being able to fully um, take a second and understand what you're about to do before you do it is just really good it's been really helpful yeah for sure, bro. And it's been like a while since we talked. I can't remember like the last time like we saw each other, bro. Facts. <laughs> hey, it's like, funny. Just... It's fun. Oh, nice. Finish what you're saying, my B. No, no. I was going to say, like, it's just been like a hell of a long time, bro. Oh, yeah. It's just like funny, like how like just men can like still be friends and close. Like we would just pretty much only text each other on, on each other's birthday. Happy birthday, bro. <laughs> hope hope yeah. you're doing well. Good vibes. Keep it going. Mm-hmm. Just, just just small check-ins and it's just not being able to expect too much from somebody just like hey yeah that, that's still my boy even though we don't talk all the time yeah bro because hey life be life and sometimes i ain't gonna lie bro like we Facts. all go through shit uh but but yeah bro i don't know like no offense to the ladies because there's a bunch of ladies who listen to this podcast too but like women like it's like they have to talk every single day men like, we can, like, talk right now, and I feel like three months down the line still, we still be, you know, like, you know, just like, hey, what's up, bro? Remember we did a podcast last time? Let's do it again. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but women, I don't know what it is about women. Like, they have to talk every single day. Like, men, we could grind, check up here and there, grind some more. Check, like, I don't know. I guess it's just a man thing. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's like that we, at least, we ex- expect the other person to be grinding and then, like, when we come in to check in, we're, like, checking in on, like, hey, bro, you still achieving the way that you was? And if you are, like, do you need help? What's, what's going on? And it's just trying to be able to help with that. But then also I think girls are, like, a lot more, like, empathetic and real in touch with, like, their feelings and the feelings between the person that they're thinking about. And they mm-hmm. try to um, be a lot more predictive than they need to be because, I mean, you're just not talking to a person. Their life is changing. Your life is yeah. changing. I, of course, the energy is going to change. It's but true. I just, I just truly don't know because, like, girls – yeah, girls are very empathetic because I really didn't have much empathy in me before I had a girlfriend. So mm-hmm. I, it's definitely been a real uphill battle for me, to say the least. Mm-hmm. And how would you say, like, this? I ask you, like, two more things, and then I'll let you go about your day. Like, how like how has that been? Because, you know, like, as a man, like, we're cool with grinding and not, not talking to anybody for a while. But since you have that girlfriend, you know, also comes, like, the reinsurance. And, you know, you also have, like, this person that you're also sharing life with. So how would you, what would, what would be your, uh, someone's, like, you know, getting in a relationship, but they're, like, been, like, you know, working on themselves for about a year or so. And now they're, like, man, I finally got to, well, not, like, finally, but, like, I'm I'm in a relationship now. Like, how can they, how can they coexist the two of, like, oh, also working, mm-hmm. also setting time aside for their significant other i don't like using that word but like you know your girlfriend significant other you know, yeah you know so it's because like the line's so blurry nowadays you know you don't know what yeah. to say. 
<laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I would definitely say the first few things I struggled on was like being able to communicate with her, like how I'm feeling. And then like when she says a lot of times, the second thing was like when a girl's saying something, a lot of times it's coming from like, um, I don't want to, I don't know how to say this somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And then you just have to ask them to like explain a little bit more and just, just stop what you're doing and take that time with them. It's been a real uh, help within a relationship because typically before that, I would just like, okay, hear what they say and just boom, keep going throughout that. But then like when you stop, take a second and actually talk to her, what, about what she's feeling, like that whole empathetic part about women and a lot more in touch with their feelings when you just stop and take a second for them, that's been really good for her. But then also the aspect of me and uh, pretty much growing up my entire life, I've been like a loner. I like my personal space, my personal time to be alone get quiet or just play the game vibe out and just do whatever I need to do being able to like let them know your boundaries and what do you need also is been a real help and not just trying to uh, like either play too much of the game and not explain like hey why you're playing a game even though like that might sound corny even though like that was corny for me just to say out loud but like (laughs) You, you plan it for you, like, for you to just, for your help. And yeah. they might not understand that because they just see it as a game. But it's, it can't, it could be more than that. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's that, true, that bro. You're a coping mechanism, as, as we said earlier. Mm-hmm. It just seemed like the streamers, bro, they're playing the game. And you're like, hey, like, you got, you might think it's just him playing the game. But like, this dude's probably playing it with, like, thousands of other people. You know, so it's not like, you know, so it's this way of, like you said, coping. And they also have their ways of coping, too. I mean, like, they they might. Also, too, okay, another one of my copes is skincare. Like, I love, oh, okay. know, like, face mask. You know what I mean? So That's I, haven't had no, I haven't had nobody tell me it was wrong to do skincare. You know, women I talk to, they, they like that I do that. Oh, but yeah. anyway. <laughs> it's hard to uh, hit on somebody with some nice skin, like, like, what you going to say to them? Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> like bro, shut your ass up. That's why your skin like, so glossy and shit. Like, <laughs> like what the hell? That's a compliment. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, they have their own coping mechanisms, too. Like, you know, like the like the nails, eyelashes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been a while since I had a woman on the podcast. I need to get a woman on here. Oh, yeah. But, <laughs> it's been a while. I can't remember. Uh, oh, yeah. Dude, it was like last year, but yeah, I gotta get I gotta get some more women representation. I don't like saying female, I like to say women, but mm-hmm. uh, I, I agree. Yeah, but um, yeah, that's like you said, you hit spot on, like hit it right on the nail. But also too, bro, last question: What I mean, I guess job opportunity. Uh, you can tell me if I'm wrong, but like what? from texas was it just job opportunity or did you have any other uh 
spots you could have went to, or was it just Missouri? You want me to tell you like the true honest story, bro? I mean, well, uh, it's like you can you, sp- no, you spread I, it out to the masses. I, yeah, <laughs> I'll let y'all know. So, um, truthfully, um, I graduated college. I had this job lined up to work for um, Honeywell. It was a um, federal job, mm-hmm. and when I was actually going to uh, take my getting ready for my drug test and everything. I, I, I'm a smoke. I'm a, I'm a smoker. Only smoker, mm-hmm. Mary Jane. But um, so I pretty much didn't smoke for about the two months leading up to, and then graduation night I smoked, and then the night of graduation I get an email at twelve a.m. saying that hey I have a drug test on that Tuesday. So I'm like, oh, okay, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah. <Damn. laughs> I, said, I said, I've been waiting the whole time. But, <laughs> and now y'all going to hit me with it. Y'all already know when I was graduating. I've been sent the transcript. So mm-hmm. long story short, I find out like on my um, birthday, not even my birthday, the week before I was going to move up to Kansas City, uh, they was uh, pretty much going to bring all my stuff up there, the company, like have movers, take it out the house. All we had to do was have it boxed up. They was going to bring it up there and drop it off at the apartment and be good. Uh, I find out that like I had failed my drug test. I was like, what? This is crazy. Uh, life hit me at once. I was like feeling like a failure. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm just such a terrible person my parents are gonna hate me um like how could i just do my first engineering opportunity like this like i already had pretty much everything set up um but then i was maybe um the uh, the day next day later i was like well i'm still gonna move to missouri because i just had a feeling like even though that I had messed up this opportunity. I know that I can go out there and find myself another good enough opportunity just based off the uh, time and effort and the confidence that I had in myself and like just getting in the interview and being able to project myself to get into the opportunity or just take some BS job to get, get by. And I just moved back. I moved to Missouri because I'm like, I pay for the Penske U-Haul. I drive up here. Uh, my girlfriend, crazy, she still moved out with me after I told <laughs> her this. I was like, uh-huh. you got to come, man. I, I'm not stable, dog. Don't come. She yeah. she, she came. Um, then I found a job at my current process at my current job and uh, as a process engineer, but it did take me like a month to find this job. So I worked some in-between kind of um, just chemist job, doing some um, running some um, comographs on oil samples for Exxon. It was, it was pretty boring, not real good for my uh, chemical engineering brain. And I was very bored, but Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) 
I definitely knew that I believed in myself and I would get the opportunity. And then when I did get this opportunity at this job, I was definitely very happy and satisfied with the outcome that came being able to take that risk and getting that reward was very, very happy, very um, satisfying. Damn, bro. That's crazy. Like you, you really did take a risk. I mean, that's what I've preached before in my episodes, previous episodes, ton of episodes. Like, hey, taking that risk, you never know what that risk might lead you. It's, just, mm-hmm. it's better to take that risk than to not take it. And then you're like, man. Then, because then you're stuck with like, man, like if I would have did this, who knows what could have happened? You know what I mean? Precisely, just with that. A lingering thought of like where could I could have been if I didn't try this and it's just being able to hey if I did go up here and you felt okay I'd have moved back to Texas and had uh, one eviction on my record but no good mm-hmm. but yeah I, I was ready to accept that responsibility I just knew I was going to be able to as as we said earlier just work hard enough to get me into a position that I know that I am deserving of. And that's what I did. Yeah, pretty much like having like, hey, like if it works out, it works out. If it don't, it don't. Having an attitude, attitude too is like, hey, it also kind of keeps you grounded also too in a way. It's like you're not like down because if you fail, you're not as high as if you like, you know, you get the accept, acceptance letter or you know, you succeed at something, it's a good way to stay grounded, so that way you kind of keep yourself afloat, but mm-hmm. uh, I would definitely say, uh-huh. oh, I'm sorry, you finished nah, saying, you're I would you're definitely good. say, like, I definitely try to go into things with, like, no expectations, and just mm. from, from, like, base up, and, like, okay, I'm here at this uh, event, let's see how the vibe is, and if I'll have fun or not, not already with a preconceived notion of how I'm going to feel at this event. Mm. Yeah. Man, I'm going to implement that more in my life, too. Like That's how I kind of, like, that's how I've been approaching stuff the last, like, I'll say, like, five months, pretty much. Yeah, last five or six months, is that's kind of like how I've been approaching life, pretty much. Uh, and I'm going to implement that more in 2024. But is there anything else you want to give to the masses before we sign off? Um, Definitely, I would say believe in yourself and just never think that people are on a different, like, vertical level than you. It's not Mm. that way. They're just on further down the road than you on a different path. And just think we're all on the same level. We're all humans. You're just a person. You you can do it if you believe in yourself. And that's all I got. Yes, sir. Hey, comparison is a thief of joy. Never hey, compare yourself. That's facts. But it was a pleasure talking to you, bro. Um, appreciate you for being on the podcast. It means a lot. You know, much love to you. And I'll send you the link to the podcast and everybody else listening. It's going to be a good one. So, Yes, sir. Thanks for inviting me, man. And it was good talking to you. And whoever listens to this, I'm happy you're here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, bro. Until next time, peace.